0: Hi, and welcome to the Truth Seekers Podcast. Today's episode is part of our Praying the Bible series. Each month, we read a passage from the Bible and learn how to pray it back to God. And before we begin, I want to take a minute to thank everyone who participated in the Bible Quiz Challenge for April. Thank you to Emma, Aiden, F, Sophie, Silas, and Aiden M., Andrew, Liam, Stanford, and Ireo Bade. You guys did an amazing job on those questions, and if you didn't get a chance to answer this time around, stay tuned for our Bible quiz challenge at the end of May. Have you ever struggled with knowing what to say to God when you pray? Sometimes we don't always know how to pray or what to pray when we're talking to God. The good news is that God has given us the Bible, and the Bible is filled with all kinds of truths that we can pray back to God. When we are at a loss and don't know how or what to pray, we can turn to the Bible to give us truths that we can stand on and believe in when we pray to God. Do you sometimes feel like maybe God doesn't hear you when you pray? Well, I'm here to tell you that if you believe that Jesus died on the cross for your sins and has saved you from your sins, you've been made a child of God. God is your Father. He is a good Father. And as a good Father, He hears the prayers of His children. Today, I am going to show you how we can pray the Bible. Before we start, I'd also like to remind you and your parents that I have created downloadable prayer guides for each of the Praying the Bible episodes. You can download the guides and they are free and available through my website at SherilynRgrant.com. Today's passage from the Bible comes from Psalm 19. Psalm 19 is another psalm written by King David. I love Psalm 19 because It is a psalm of praise and worship to God as the creator of the heavens and the earth. We've been learning a lot about how the Israelites began to worship idols and false gods. They began to believe that there were other gods to worship besides the one true and living God. They began to believe that these gods were gods of nature, gods that brought rain or sun or helped their crops to grow. In many cases, they even worshipped things like trees and the moon and the sun and the stars. They believed that they were gods too. Today, I want us to take time to worship the only God who has ever existed. He always has been and He always will be. There is no other God but Him. His name is Yahweh, and He is worthy of our praise. Let's read what David had to say in Psalm 19. Before we pray, I want us to think about this psalm and what we have learned. First, I want us to think about the first four verses of this psalm. David writes his psalm as though the earth has a voice, as though the earth is speaking. He says, Day after day, the skies proclaim the work of God's hand. They pour forth speech. Night after night, they display knowledge. How do the earth and the skies speak? He goes on to say they have no speech. They use no words. No sound is heard from them. Yet their voice goes out into all the earth. Their words to the ends of the world. If they have no voice or no speech, how do they declare the glory of God? by just being them. The sun declares the glory of God by being the sun. The moon declares the glory of God by being the moon. The stars declare the glory of God by shining bright in the sky. You don't have to speak a certain language to see and understand and know the glory of God when you look at His creation. All people, from all tribes, from all nations, from all languages, can look at creation and see the glory of God. When we admire a beautiful sunset, it reminds us of God. When we are amazed at how bees make honeycombs, it points us back to God, to the One who created the bee. When we look at the millions and billions of stars in the sky, we are overwhelmed by the greatness of God, who made every part of our universe. This is how we can know God, by observing his creation. We learn so many things about God by the things he has made. We know that God is very creative because of all the things he created. We know he loves beautiful things because his creation is beautiful. We know he is a God of order because there are set rules and order within creation. It is not out of control, but rather the planets move in a certain order. The sun rises and the sun sets at certain times. The ocean tides come in and go out. Everything has order. We also learn how smart God is. He is the one who figured out how to make living things grow, and they all grow according to a lot of very complicated rules that He put inside of them. Every living thing grows according to how God programmed it to grow. Another way we learn about God is how He has made us His human creatures. God has given us minds to think, eyes to see, and ears to hear. He has also put inside of us the ability to know right from wrong. When we lie or steal or cheat, we know deep down inside that this is wrong. Where did that knowing come from? God. God is the one who has said what is right and what is wrong. That is how we know. Can I tell you something? We can only know God because He has allowed us to know Him. The only way we can be thinking together about the greatness of God is because God has shared with us the secret of who He is. We cannot discover who God is or figure Him out on our own. We aren't smart enough to do this. And God is way too big for us to even try. Unless God had decided to show us who He is, we simply could know nothing about Him. God, in His kindness and goodness, has chosen to make Himself known to us and for this we ought to be very grateful every day of our lives. Can you take a minute to think of some parts of creation that show just how great or powerful or wise or beautiful God is? Next I want you to think about verses 7-11. through Here David talks about the law of the Lord. He is talking about God's word what we have today as the bible he says it is perfect reviving the soul trustworthy right and giving joy to the heart radiant giving light to the eyes pure and enduring forever more precious than gold than much pure gold they are sweeter than honey than honey from the comb wow have you ever described the bible as better than gold as sweeter than honey David understood the worth of God's word. Not only can we know about God by looking around us at his creation, but we can know about God by reading his word. God has spoken to us directly. When we read Genesis 1, how did God create the world? God said, let there be light. Did you hear that? God spoke. God said. God created the world by speaking. I am so glad that God is a talking God. Not one of those false gods that the Israelites worshipped could speak. They especially could not give them a Bible to read. God is a talking God and how thankful we should be that he talked into the very pages of the Bible all of the teachings that he wanted us to know. When we read the Bible, we read God's words and we know him better. I want you to take a minute and think about the Bible. I want you to think about how important it is and how wonderful it is that God has chosen to give us his words in the Bible so that we might know him better. Lastly, I want us to understand one more thing about God that is different from the false gods that the Israelites worshiped. God is so amazingly great, so perfectly strong, and so completely different from everyone and everything else that he is able to live fully as God without any help from anyone or anything. God does not need air to breathe or food to eat or water to drink. He does not need help with the work that he decides to do. He does not need anything at all in the whole world, even though everything in the world needs him to live. God is good, he is love, he is holy. You cannot add any more goodness to Him. You cannot add any more love to Him. You cannot add any more holiness to Him. He is the fullest of the fullest of the fullest of these. It's hard for us to understand this, but God is fully separate from His creation. That is why we don't worship the trees or the sun or the moon, because God is not the trees. He is not the sun. He is not the moon. He made them, so we worship Him and not what He has made. Can you think of some things you need that if you didn't have them, you would not be able to live? Can you thank God for giving you those things and allowing you to know him? Great job, truth Seekers. Now that we have walked through the truths of this psalm, we are ready to pray. Would you like to listen to me practice praying this passage so you can try it on your own this week? All right, you listen as I pray the Bible. Dear Heavenly Father, You are the creator of the ends of the earth. There is no searching Your understanding. You are all-wise, all-knowing, all-powerful. You created everything we see. When we look at the wonders of Your creation, we can't help but bow down and worship You. We do not worship Your creation, but we worship You. We also worship You because You have made it possible for us to be able to know You, The only reason we can know anything about you is because you have allowed us to. That is how good and kind you are. Thank you for giving us your words to read and learn more about you. Thank you for helping us to know more of what you are like just by looking at your creation. Thank you for making us like you. You have given us the ability to speak and to make things too. Help everything we say and do to reflect you. We love you so much. We worship you in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, Two Seekers, it's your turn. I encourage you to take time this week to read Psalm 19 over and over again to help you when you pray to God, to give you words to worship him. We never have to fear or worry. He is right there with us, and he can't wait for you to start talking to him. Thanks for joining me today, Two Seekers, and I'll talk to you soon.